0: Alright y'all, what's Goody? Check me out. I am going to apologize right now. Y'all will hear a dog in my background barking because me living in Broward County affords me the opportunity to live behind people who do illegal things because this man can't tell me that he got this one dog that's always barking. I believe this man behind me is either breeding these dogs, fighting these dogs, or what have you, but there's no way in hell you could have a regular dog and it just be barking all day and barking all night. So forgive me for the barks that y'all hear in my background, okay? I've been trying to get through this this little introduction i'm trying to read from the script the problem is not the script the problem is believing the script so we just gonna work on this y'all work with me we're gonna go with god and we're gonna get on through this okay so without further ado i would like to introduce y'all to my new outlet my new project my new baby titled ram commentary this podcast is something that I've been thinking about for years. Um, I've always wanted to start one, but I just didn't know how until I came across this app called Anchor. And I was introduced to this app via uh, two friends of mine who also had a a podcast. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed listening to them. And I felt like, you know, they were opening doors for me doing this podcast thing, but I'm just going to just go ahead and start mine and let them know, look, y'all have inspired me. Um, I'm proud of everything that you all have done, and I pray something comes together in the future because we miss y'all out here on these streets. And yeah, so I would like to introduce you all to my podcast around commentary. Um, this podcast is Basically, me, no filter Um, But before we begin, I want to take you all on a journey For those of you who don't know me My name is Rico Amor Monroe Sign is a Leo That can kind of tell you the type of person and the personality that I have Most of all, I give it to you straight, no chaser And that's word to Wendy I truly and honestly have no filter But I have a great heart And if you laugh, then I've done my job I'm a proud alumnus of the Florida Memorial University, located in Miami Gardens, Florida, the only HBCU in South Florida, where they offered me a promise to take my money and a future that I have been creating on my own ever since I graduated exactly four years ago. Before that, I was a Panther at the great school in Broward County, the baddest school in Broward County, Dillard High School. But I'm currently 25 years old, a single, a single and proud black homosexual male who's currently looking to mingle, but only if we can make a jingle. Now, me and my mom had a conversation a few months ago. She said she sees me with somebody older than I am, and I'm only 25, so if you're pushing 50, 60, go ahead and give me a call. Y'all can put me in the wheel. Um, this podcast was simply created to entertain. Y'all know I'm a natural born talent, I'm a natural fool, I'm crazy, I'm I'm very transparent, I'm outgoing, and, you know, I'm just real as fuck. So, with that being said, I may or may not piss you off, but believe me when I say this, it's all out of true love, light, and growth. Here go these fucking dogs. This man can't tell me he not breeding these dogs or fighting these dogs over here. Lord. <sighs> The plan is to bring you weekly installments of Ram Commentary where I will be talking about my personal opinions based on different situations, whether it be local news or something dealing with you know, entertainment. But I must warn you all to pocket your feelings. We're going to have to take this with a grain of salt. It's, it's entertainment-based. I'm not here to bash nobody, but we got to call a spade a spade. And I'm also open... To helping someone out there who may be curious or confused about something, so you know, just hit your boy up. Um, my DMs are always open, and I'm here. The runtime. I was going back and forth about that. Like I didn't know if I want to sit up here for like an hour and talk, or do I want to sit up here for 15 minutes and talk. But right now, I'm looking at about maybe a 30-minute mark. I don't want to be here too long, but I also don't want to be here too short. So as I grow and maneuver through this podcast, there will be a lot of different changes, and you all are going to be on this journey with me. Um, There will be times when I have certain guests on, and maybe some friends of mine, maybe my gay family, the Monroes, and maybe my children. If a podcaster out there wants to come on and 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 collab with me. I'm very open to that. Um, There's a student out there who needs an interview in the communications majors. Um, I'm here for you as well. What else? What else on this fucking script? I'm trying to stay on this script, y'all, but it's like really getting to me because, like I said, everything that I do is really like spontaneous. Like, I don't have a script. I just say, bitch, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. But, um, you know, this is this has been a struggle for me trying to get through this script. Not reading it, but believing it. But, yeah, excuse me. Like I was saying, or like I was going to say, I have a voice. Um, we all have voices, but I feel like with my voice, since I'm so out there and I'm so bold and I'm so spontaneous and all that other shit, I feel like a lot of people, they look to me and they listen to me whether they want to admit it or not. So... This is going to be a way of me putting my voice back out there. Now, let me just be clear. Whatever I talk about on this podcast are stories that have already been written by multiple outlets, but they will always get the credit. This is not a breaking news podcast. I am only here once a week, so nine times out of ten, everything that I talk about, you will probably have already heard it or you probably came across it during the past week but like i said this is not breaking news um well no it might be it depends on yeah it just depends on you know if you're one of those types of people who don't listen to the radio or don't have a cell phone or nothing like that this is why i'm here so yeah you all can also dm me things that you all want me to talk about i am very open to Having, you know, feedback and, you know, having somebody send me some content. Um, I also love music and I love supporting local artists. So there will be a time when I play some music in my background so y'all can get on some new waves. Um, I'm really excited about this new step. And if you're still with me, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you've been riding with me since Jump, thank you so much for showing love and supporting. I know y'all I have my YouTube channel. And I'm just trying to find another way to use that channel because I'm noticing like every other week, you know, it's the same content on YouTube and it it got boring to me so quickly. So I wanted to try something new and I see myself on the radio. So I'm going to, you know, stick with this podcast situation, but it's still there. So you can go ahead and still follow me on my channel. I'll pop up here and there with some stuff. Yeah, this is just my introduction episode. I'm going to go ahead and bring you some of the stories that have happened this week. And yeah, y'all let me know what y'all think. All right. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that happened this week was I got back on somebody clock before this whole coronavirus, COVID-19 or Casanova bullshit, as my brother called it, happened. I had just started a new job after walking off my last job, and I was in the second pay period before they said, oh, no, y'all got to shut everything down. So, a bitch ain't been working since, like, March. It's not finna be June. I got back on the clock. I ain't know how to act. I'm excited. I miss them kids. We in a new location. I'm excited about what's to come, and... I'm excited to be getting paid again. Like this does not feel good at all not being able to work. They then shut the gym down so a, a bitch can't go to the gym and work out their sexiness or frustration. It's been a lot. Like COVID-19 really did a number on 2020 and you know, it's just terrible. It's it's really terrible, but I am glad that things are starting To open back up. I'm glad that I am on a pay period again. Um, You know, I work at at a school in Pompano Beach. A private school in Pompano Beach. And, you know, basically, I really love my job working there. Because I think before anything, I wanted to be a teacher. And me being like a teacher... And me being like a mentor towards, you know, older kids, that really does something to me. Um, I was a substitute teacher. I did have my own music class and I had my own first grade class, but those were for the babies, of course. But it's something about when you are a, a educator for older children that just, it's a feeling that I can't explain because they really look to, you know, us for guidance and they look to us for answers. And, you know, I'm very um, happy with, you know, my working situation right now. I think regardless of wherever I go in life, I'm going to always try to be that mentor. I'm going to always going to, excuse me, I'm always going to have like that tie to the community and, you know, just want to give back to like the, the older generation because they are like sponges, and you know you treat them with res- excuse me, you treat them with respect, and they give you respect back. So I'm just extremely excited about working again. Um, you know, I can't believe I'm, I missed those kids, but I did. Um, so yeah, it, it's just an amazing feeling. And to those of you who, who have not been working and who have not been getting paid since not working, this coronavirus shit, I feel for y'all. Because I was there too. This check, this first stimulus check, it really did some things and it really built up my confidence level because I didn't know how I was gonna pay my bills. Um, thank God, you know, I'm still I still have a roof over my head, but let's say I didn't have a roof over my head. I don't know what I would have done without working. Like people don't understand. Money really makes the world go round and you know i'm extremely excited that i'm back to making some money but i also feel for the ones who have been laid off and who have been told not to come to work until this thing blows over like it sucks and nobody should really have to go through that but you know better days are ahead and we're gonna come out of this strong so i'm i'm extremely excited about working again Now, this next bit shocked the entertainment world like nothing ever could. Um, Last week, we lost three different leaders in the entertainment world, with the first one being Mr. Andre Herrera. He was a record exec and was the founder of Uptown Records, and is the one who turned P. Diddy into the music icon that he is today. And he also discovered Mary J. Blige. He was 59 years old and leaves behind one son and I looked him up and baby. Listen, I know it might be too soon, but I ain't seen no girlfriend on that. So if you need somebody to talk to, you, you can DM me. I just followed you on Instagram. You know what it's like to lose a parent? You know what it's like to lose somebody else man? And if you need somebody to tuck you in at night? Call him. No disrespect. Your father looked the greatest and I'm sure you even know. Lord, that same weekend, well that was a Friday when we lost him. That Saturday we lost Lil Richard. He was the innovator. The originator. And the architect of rock and roll. His career spanned over 70 years. Um, I was introduced to him via Why Fools Falling in Love? Um, that's a movie about Frankie Lyman and his three wives going to court about royalties and blah, 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 blah. Um, he had this scene in the movie where he came in the courtroom and he turned the shit out, and you know, that's how I was introduced, and that's what I remember about Will Richard. He was very flamboyant, and regardless, he was true to himself, now. His sexuality was often talked about, they didn't know if he was gay, they didn't know if he was straight, it didn't matter, that man lived his life, what he did is done, and um, you know, he had hits like Tutti Frutti and Long Tall Sally, hit number one in the 50s, and he had 15 singles, in excuse me, he had 15 singles in less than three years for Charlie. I didn't know that. See, I only knew Tutti Frutti, and then I remember when he was on Sesame Street, and he sung to the rubber, Ducky, Yeah, the one! Like, that's what I remember, I, I remember that. But yeah, he was 87 years old, and he lived his life now. With him being the architect of rock and roll, I do not feel like he got the accolades that Deserve of him um, while he was here but of course now that he's passed on everybody has all these nice things and they want to do all this and that and the third for him and I'm just like bitch y'all could have did this when, when he was here you know what I'm saying they never gave this man the credit uh, like he said the white man stole it and, and put a fork into the function and said oh, um, why the fool in love. but yeah make sure y'all you know keep his family lifted up in prayer and wrong. And then finally Sunday, this one shocked everybody. Betty Wright. Um, which And this something about her that I didn't know until she passed away was that she was a Miami native. Um, she's known for no pain, no gain, um, clean up women after the pain. But her career started long before we got those hits. Uh, after watching her unsung that had originally came out, I learned that she started recording with a record deal at like 12 and 13. Y'all, a record deal at 12 and 13. And she had so much success with her first album, My First Time Around, at 14. She was able to move her mama out of the projects, out of the hooking deals of my She was actually 17 years old when she recorded and released she was 17 years old when she recorded and released clean up woman everybody know that song everybody know that song and then get this nine days after she turned 18 she got her first record for that song in 1974 she first released tonight is the night and it peaked at number 28 on r&b charts but years later in 90 i mean excuse me in seventy eight she re released a live version of that song and that's the one we all know and love and sing at the family cookouts. Like I'll never forget going over to my uncle's house and they just playing that all over the, the, the stereo system and we all singing. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But it's a good song and, and she sounded so good with it. And um when she re released it in seventy eight it peaked at number eleven. So it did better than it did when it first was released four years later, but that's what you call timeless music. You know what I'm saying? She could sing this song like the back of her hand, and you know, it'll be timeless. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of voice she had. And actually, she was still working and mentoring artists like J-Lo and Danny Kane, and she did work with DJ Khaled and Lil Wayne up until you know, her death. So she was very much relevant, but very underrated in my opinion. And it's sad that her last apa- uh her last appearance, excuse me, was on April 5th on On Song. And she passed like a month later and she leaves behind five kids and she was only 66. Um from what I'm seeing Trick Daddy was her godson and she was the godmother of Miami I've seen on the internet, but you know, it's just unfortunate because with a career like this, so young, she should have been given more. Um, the fact that she was able to move her mom out of the projects now, she's the youngest of her family, so she's able to move her mom and family out of the projects at 14 and a half. That's what she said on Song. That alone deserves praise because everybody can't do that. So, I just want to say, you know. Rest in peace to Mr. Andre. Rest in peace to Little Richard. And rest in peace to Betty Wright. All in one weekend. A day after each other. Moving right along. Y'all know what's coming. I have to. I have to. I just have to acknowledge. My girl. The queen of rap. Nikki Minaj she finally got a number 1 record after 20 years in the game and I'm so proud of her um her and Doja they went number 1 or should I say Doja and her went number 1 um this week for that little song say so remix honestly I'm proud of Nikki but Should that have been the song that got her her number one, her first and only number one of her career? No. But congratulations to her. I still feel like um, Savage Remix could have went number one, although they were neck and neck behind each other. You know, it is what it is. Congratulations to both, actually, because for Megan to, to manifest that she wanted to be on a song with Beyonce and then Beyonce to turn around and actually get on a song with her that's I don't even know what to call that that ain't nothing but God that ain't nothing but favor and you know with Doja just coming out not too long ago going mainstream and everything and now she's on the phone with Nicki and got her first number one that's amazing but just like everybody else I'm going to take the the light off Doja and talk about Nicki for a minute like I said before, I don't feel like Say So was the best song for her to go number one with. Like There's this chart that one of the barbs made on Twitter, and I'm going to share it with you all. It has a list of different songs that could have went number one on Billboard Hot 100 uh, in the top five. And some of those songs are Anaconda, Super Bass, Till the World Ends, that song she did with Six 69, Fifi. Bang bang, side to side with Ariana. Um, turn me on, starships and Beauty and the Beat. I don't remember Beauty and the Beat. I think that's that song with Justin Bieber. But if she was gonna go number one, she should have went number one with at least Super Bass first or Starships. And it kind of eh, in turn me on in, eh. but for me, Super Bass came in at number three she should have went number one with that one that wasn't a feature and then of course starships that wasn't a feature either that was a solo act And ain't nothing wrong with her going number one with a feature but i'm just saying like she has so many other different songs that could have went number one hell if we want to take it back to her debut album moment for life should have went number one um that song she did with rihanna could have been number one um what else if people was listening to what she was saying and I'm the best and actually let that song do what it was supposed to do that song could have been number one so I'm extremely proud of Nikki and I just want to say this publicly I know y'all see me quote-unquote bashing or dissing my girl I'm gonna say this one time and I'm gonna be done with it I love Nicki Minaj I listened to Nikki since I was in high school I used to learn one verse and then next week she come out with another verse the thing that I don't like with Nicki Minaj is the fact that every time somebody comes out, it's a problem. I don't know if it's her personally or if it's the fans. The whole Cardi B situation, I that would never sit right with me because Cardi B kept saying that she didn't want to be the queen. Y'all threw that title on her. She kept saying, I'm not the queen. I just want to make money and make music. But y'all threw that on her. Y'all got her and and Nikki back and forth to arguing. And I just don't like how she handled that situation for her to be a vet. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm proud of Nikki for her getting her number one. And I know this is not going to be her last number one. But, you know, with the rap career span of being about 10 years, she's probably winding down. I don't think she'll ever get... You know, a number one again. I think it's going to be her only number one. But we're going to see. All right? So, congratulations to her and Doja. Deja, Doja for being number one, going number one. And I know Megan and Beyonce going num- to go number one too. Because Savage remix was, was a bop. It was hot. I don't know how. <sighs> congratulations, Nikki and Doja. That's it. Or should I say Doja and Nikki. Yeah, I'm going to say Doja and Nikki. Congratulations. Now coming up next, I was going to talk about COVID-19 and these stimulus checks, but I ain't going to spend too much time on COVID-19. We already know where it's at. Ain't no cure. Make sure y'all staying safe. Make sure y'all washing y'all hands, washing y'all ass. Got y'all hand sanitizer. Make sure y'all wearing y'all masks. Just do the common sense practices so we can all stay safe. Um, They have these different testing um, locations opened up. They got one over here at Urban League. Me personally, I have not and never will get tested for COVID because that test looks like it's excruciating and I don't have the motherfucking time. I'm just been staying to myself. I hope y'all been doing the same. Um, Yeah, and hopefully we'll get through this sooner or later because I miss the outside. Uh, now that I'm back working again, I'm ready to just tell the man at the bar at happy hour to just keep the tab open. Let me just drink, eat, drink, eat. I can't wait to get back to these happy hour functions with my brother, Marquell, or my gay daddy. When he try to go be bougie and we go get sushi or we go eat on the beach somewhere, I'm just ready to go. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, I've been home too long. Just y'all practice social distancing and you know that's that's very hypocritical of me because it's saturday night and i'm going to go to a kickback but you know it is what it is um we're gonna have our mask on stimulus checks now these first stimulus checks it blessed my soul thank god that i pushed some bills back i ain't gotta pay no bill i'm putting this money i got it in my account apparently they are in talks with um Senate. I know it passed through the House, but it gotta go through Senate um about a second round of stimulus checks. Listen, the first round blessed me, but if they bless me with a second check, if they bless us with this second check, I'm gonna do the same thing that I did with the first check. I'm letting that bitch sit. I'm probably gonna move it to my savings account. So when I do decide to relocate, I'm gonna have some money in my bank account. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, I see a lot of people online talking about, you know, bitches done with these stimulus checks. Y'all stupid. This that, that, It's free money. It's free money. So, why are we making this a thing? All I know is I went to sleep one night and I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning and it told me my deposit was there and that was done. Mind you, I didn't even get a chance to file taxes um, this year. So, just imagine what it's going to do when I finally file them taxes um, for this year and um, get some more money back. So, yeah, I mean, y'all just, if y'all do get a check, use that money wisely, put it up, invest in yourself, and, you know, just go with God. You know what I'm saying? And it's free money, so stop whining and and, 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 and complaining. If you don't want to use it, okay, find somebody who do. Y'all can definitely cash app somebody on um, Cash App. I think their name is hash um, money sign RICO, A-M-O-R-E If you just cash out that person I'm sure they're going to use it Alright Alright Let's move right along Lord what is next Mm. Oh Lizzo and Jill Scott Okay so a few days ago Madam Noor posted A story or published a story That said Jill Scott Well titled Jill Scott and Lizzo are treated differently because Lizzo makes people feel uncomfortable. And I have to agree because she makes me feel uncomfortable. And it has nothing to do with her being a beat, beat girl. Because, you know, Jill Scott is like a thick girl. But with Lizzo, I don't know what her vibe is. For one, I really can't get into her music. And then for two, it's like she gives me the girl that did a lot in school for attention just to be seen like and I know she do too much sometimes because I do too much sometimes and if you make a bitch like me who already do too much uncomfortable I mean you really doing something and it's like some of the stuff she does like she gets naked and she posts it on 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 the internet and then people try to say oh she loving her body yes so does Jill Scott, but you ain't never seen Jill Scott post news or post her ass crack. Nobody wants to see that. If you want to see that to your man, then of course send that to your man. But nobody wants to see that. Let's be real. I don't want to see it. Y'all don't want to see it. She makes people feel uncomfortable. And she's always doing things. And then people like to say, oh, well, she just being herself. Yes, but there's a time and a place. Just like people would tell me, oh, Rico, it's a time and place. Lizzo, it's a time and and place. So the story reads Society hates fat people and despite the fact that black people have the highest reported rates of obesity in the country, we are just as hateful and intolerant as any other group. The reason Jill Scott doesn't even come close to receiving the same amount of hate as Lizzo can be attributed to a handful of factors. However, the most glaring reason is that Lizzo refuses to stay in the box that people love to keep plus-size women confined to. Now, that is a reach. It's all about self-respect. If you're looking like you're looking that's a reflection of you now for me personally i had to look at myself and be like hmm this is the image that i'm putting out but is that who i really am or am i doing this for attention yes rico this is who you really are but part of that is for attention so okay so let me take the attention seeking out of that equation and just be myself i feel so much better i don't I don't regret anything I don't second guess anything anymore, but I do know there was a point in time when I wanted to be seen, and you know sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't, but for Lizzo, I just feel like sis she she don't know what she wants. she she I don't know, I can't get into her music shes she trying to be this girl, and you know i I just can't, so we cannot compare Jill Scott and Lizzo. To each other. They are in two totally different lanes. Musical wise and personality wise. You've never seen Jill Scott carry on. The way that you've seen Lizzo carry on. And let's be real. It has nothing to do with the weight. That's the, that's like me saying. Oh I'm not even going to put myself in that equation. Y'all ain't never seen Jill carry like Lizzo. Because she got class. I don't care if somebody. Oh she just being herself. She just want to be free. She just loving her body. Okay do that you already naked on one of your album covers. Why you gotta be naked all on social media and then get mad? People don't want to see that. If that's what you want to do, make an OnlyFans and allow those people to subscribe so they can see that. Period. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Why, you know, like she said, why men gotta be, why men great? Whatever the fuck she said. Y'all know what I mean. Let me move right along. Alright. Next up. We got Boosie Badass. Now, I don't follow Boosie, but I have noticed within the last 48 hours or 72 hours that a lot of people have been talking about what Boosie has said on his live. So, he is saying that he allegedly paid a stripper to come suck his young sons, nephews, and I think his dick. Either way, whether she sucked Boosie dick or not, she still had dealings with the children. and He thought that, you know, that was something to share online. And boss man, I'm here to tell you it's not. And that's child molestation. You openly admit it to that. Like I didn't see the live, but people are talking about it. And I'm sure if they saying he said it, that's exactly what he said, because Boosie ain't got no filter and you know, um, you know, he just tells it like it is. But I I do wanna say that was completely wrong. Like, you basically paid to get your children molest- molested. Excuse me. All because you feel like just because them getting their dick sucked at 12 or 13. Going to cause them not to go down the path you don't want them to go down. Now, I'm not saying his kids are gay. But I'm just saying in general. Just because you allow somebody to perform something on you. That doesn't mean that you're not going to like the opposite or the same sex in the future. You know what I'm saying? So... For him to say that ignorant ass shit or or for him to feel like that was okay. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And to the bitch, I'm talking to the bitch. And to the bitch that, 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 that he paid to do that and you actually went for that, you need to go to jail. Ain't no much money in the world that's going to allow me, a 25-year-old, to go down on a child. There's not enough money in the world, sis. There's not enough money in the world that's gonna allow to me to do that. And for you to do that, I hope that money burned up in your pocket because that's sick. And that's sad. That's nasty. It's one thing if you if you give your children condoms and tell them, look, I ain't stupid because I was your age. If you go out and have sex, then be be respectful and be and be responsible. But You just allowing somebody to just Violate your child How you even know your children wanted that And uh, knowing you Did you stay in the room while all this went down I Can't even imagine what else you done with your kids But to the bitch who he paid Girl you need to go to jail Both of y'all need to go to jail and think about what y'all done Cause that's nasty as fuck You don't expose children to nothing like that Real nasty man but then you got an issue with, with 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 Dwayne Wade. People got an issue with Dwayne Wade loving on his daughter and respecting his daughter. But they don't find an issue. Because that's what I'm noticing, too, on Twitter. A lot of people, they don't have an issue with what Boosie did. But I'm just like, they're children. An adult preyed on... A, you know what? I'm going to get in my business. Boosie, you dead ass wrong. And... You know, karma's a bitch. And if them people take your kids from you, that's your fault. (laughs) Lord. Oh, here we go. There go Clifford. I'm trying to do my last little story. Clifford finna fuck me up. Shut up. Okay. Last on my list. And this has got to be the dumbest shit I've heard in the longest time. (laughs) bbc.com <laughs> hey BBC no they, they report that NFL's DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar are charged with armed robbery now y'all got to be the dumbest assholes in the motherfucking world right now Florida police are searching for two NFL players after they allegedly robbed people at a house party the story reads, DeAndre Baker of the New York Giants and Quentin Dunbar of the Seattle Seahawks are said to have robbed other guests at gunpoint. About $12,000 in cash and watches worth up to 25000 were taken. Neither man have been arrested yet. A police spokesperson said authorities were in touch with the NFL and a lawyer for one player. Listen to me. When I say... DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar. Y'all got to be the dumbest assholes. Y'all play for somebody. Y'all play for people. And whether y'all was just drafted or been drafted, I don't know, I don't follow football. Y'all got to be the dumbest assholes out. Why y'all going to go to a house party and rob people? Times that hard. Times that hard that y'all got to take 12 G's from a bitch and y'all get millions of dollars in football money and 25000 worth of watches. This is what this what y'all do during the quarantine? Y'all supposed to be social distancing first. I don't, I don't understand that. Like me, if I was drafted in the NFL or I had a large payout like some of them niggas do, baby, I would have invested so much robbing somebody. And then I got a gun too? What? No, I would never. I got too much money. Y'all got too much money to ever to ever be a part of something like this. So, I mean, I don't know. And then y'all did it in Miramar. Like, were y'all around a bunch of white people? Like, that don't even matter. Y'all shouldn't have did it at all. Y'all got to be the dumbest fools. And let me tell y'all something. If y'all did it, they're going to get down to it. They're going to get down to the bottom of it, and y'all ass going to go down for some dumbass shit. Y'all could have y'all bought them damn watches, the money y'all make. I ain't even look up y'all salary, but I know y'all make more than $25,000. Hell, I was getting that on my last job. Not even, I was getting less than that. But still, y'all get my point. And that's what's wrong. Y'all black men, y'all done made it out. Y'all done made it out. And y'all want to fuck up like this. If I was one of those victims that y'all held at gunpoint, baby, i will sue for everything. i sue so much, they're going to give me y'all jersey number. They're going to give my children y'all jersey number. I'm going to live in your house with your mama. I'm going to take the mama house when she move out. Just wow, y'all. Wow. Um I'm definitely going to stay tuned with this story. If I don't stay tuned with nothing else, I'm going to stay tuned with this story because I want to know how this going to go down. Just crazy. To the family and friends of Deandre and Quentin, y'all tell the niggas to turn themselves in or go talk to somebody or get to the bottom of it because this ain't going away. Especially not at this in Myanmar. <laughs> Foolish. Alright y'all, that's pretty much it. Um, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to my first ever episode of this Ram Commentary Podcast. Make sure you all are following me on all of my platforms. I now have a link in my personal IG bio that'll help you find me on every site. Also, follow my new professional or entertainment page at iram 2 underscores, entertainment. And on there, you will find clips from this show and whatever else that's to come. I also still host events, so you will see a few clips of that as well. And I am even open to doing promos now. Y'all know I'm crazy. So if you want a serious review or something, just let me know. I got you. Once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Y'all will hear me next week. Hope you have a wonderful one as well. Until next time, this is Rico Amor Monroe. You're listening to Ram Commentary. And I'm seeing you all love and light.